welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Oh my. <laughs> I was like, I gotta say something special for this intro and then I just froze. Which is like, I wanted to start singing this song and then I couldn't think of one. I know what we have to have like a theme song. Is for there this. no bachelor intro? Song? Oh, on the wings of love up and above the clouds. Wow. Is that his <laughs> intro? No, but that's going to be our intro. Oh, I, like you know? that. Okay. I like that. Don't know that one. <laughs> Do you really not? Oh, we'll listen to it after. Okay. It's the perfect plane pilot Pete intro well i'm ready to take flight into this episode because boy oh boy boy oh boy i okay so first of all i want to say that i love the way they structured this episode because we didn't have any boring filler this episode shred it was this, meaty. this episode shreds it really did though it was so i the women too with colton season which Becca and I started this podcast with, it was very much like, oh Lord, minus maybe like Demi and one or two of the other women. It was like, this feels like it's going to be a really slow season. I have the opposite feeling with this season. Colton season, however, was not slow at all. In no, my it wasn't. Opinion. It wasn't, but it but started that, off that well, first few, those first few well, episodes well, were like, let's not forget Lord. the first episode that was the live premiere that was a oh, the oh biggest snooze fest that was painful no instead we got a jam-packed three hours so it was so extreme that becca and i were like okay here's the deal um you know either this recap's gonna be three and a half hours or it would be like okay you and i are gonna be going it's late we're going for, to a certain extent and then we're just you know we're not giving you broads what you deserve yes. and it's kind of a half half-ass thing cramming it together so what becca and i decided is that we are going to do Half of the episode today and then, which this is coming out Tuesday, and we will drop part two on Wednesday. By the way, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, did you notice our beautiful gowns? I hope that you did. And for those of you <laughs> podcast listeners, we are wearing our night one attire. Obviously. This one is, a, my boobs are kind of about to fall out, but that's okay. I mean, Pete would so be okay. fine with that, I'm that's sure. That's okay, a little sensual element. And, um, and also, just so that Pete knows, he will be, you know... A father immediately if he chooses you yeah. because you are pregnant. Yes. This is a package <laughs> deal. Kind of like when people come on and they're twins. I'm exactly pregnant. <laughs> You're the oh my God. Can you imagine? Oh, why hasn't that happened yet? Come on. Can you imagine what how the response would be if they brought a I feel like if any on? bachelor would be okay with a pregnant woman, it would be Pete. Peter would be like, she's just, there's something so sensitive and like maternal about her. Peter is just like he so is, turned on by family that like, I feel like if you came on pregnant, he would actually probably be oh, super Oh, don't jump ahead because I've got some comments about his weird ass comments. <laughs> I love my grandma. You have no idea how much that means to me. In fact, he, I'm rock hard right he now. Genuinely, I was watching him get turned on when the women would talk about their families. It's I was disturbing. just like, this is a lot. Like, I appreciate a man who cares so much about community within his family, but wowzers. Oh, so anyway, yes, as just said, just to say again, real quick, because I, I changed the subject quickly. Second half of the episode is going to be dropped tomorrow. Yes. So look forward to that. We're just going to break it up. So normally we're going to be having the typical moving forward, the typical Tuesday episode with the recap and then the Thursday, probably not bachelor related episode. Mm -hmm. um, but this week we just, there was just so much. It was just over. way too much. So we're doing Tuesday, Wednesday, yes, back yes, to yes, back, yes, baby, yes. cramming it all in. So should we get into it? 
Let's. Oh my God. Okay. So the first thing that has to be addressed is this, <laughs> is this intro clip. Oh, you mean all of the, the, like, the clips from the season? Exactly. Like, and then it was kind of like how I think with Colton's, we saw the fence mm-hmm. jump from the very first mm-hmm. episode. So we got the tease. My favorite clip of the, the clip uh, series, why can't I think of what it's called? Like the real, was Pete's mom screaming. <laughs> Don't let her go. Don't let her go. <laughs> and in that moment. To bring her home to us. Bring her home to us. It was visceral. And then we get a, we catch a glimpse of Peter's scar, his new scar on his face from the glass. It's so dramatic. It was. I just have to say, what was your favorite clip? I mean, that was a one hundred percent my favorite yes. clip. Are you kidding me? Yes. I I had to literally take the little DVR and flip it back. Like it was. I had to rewatch it. It was necessary. It In was, that moment, everything clicked for me. I was like, oh wait. Peter's mom is the ultimate bachelor fan. She is one of those moms who believes that everything in it is real and that everyone's really on there to find love. Like that, that is Peter's mom. There was also, yes, I'm going way forward, but later on in Madison's one-on-one date, when we see that, yes, I can't even go, but (laughs) we see that they have their vow renewal. There was a moment between Peter's mom and Madison where Madison's like, this was the best first date of my life. And then his mom says, well, of course. And it was kind of this like, of course, this is the best first date of my life. Oh, and I have things to say about that being the best first date of someone's life. I have a lot to say about that. Madison, clearly you have not been around the block because that date sucked. I have pages (laughs) worth, pages. It didn't suck, but. It didn't suck, but it was. I quite a lot to say. It was a hefty first date, my God. Well, we're getting getting into that tomorrow. I know, I know. Tomorrow, tomorrow. But also, um, okay, so we, we start off by seeing Chris telling Pete that, right before he's about to, it seems like he's about to propose that they all found out something. What do you think it is? Cause I have my guesses. Well, I hope that he's going to propose to Victoria. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> there's no way after watching his interactions with the other women, like there's no way that he's about to propose to Victoria. You think she makes it <sighs> final too? I mean, I don't think so, but I'm trying to think like, what else could it be? Maybe Hannah B comes back. <laughs> so what, what was, what was uh, Chris's, verbiage say it again what did he say he said something about the fact that um they all just found out something and it was gonna like change everything my thing is the reason my brain went to victoria right away is i'm thinking that they now the bachelor the producers are like wanting to really watch their ass victoria the jed situation by the way i believe victoria f yeah um that's true. That would make a lot of sense. I'm thinking like they're probably now digging because, oh my God, the drama with Jed that there may be. We can't let this happen again. We're like fools. <laughs> yeah, we can't have another another season end the way that Hannah Brown's did. This one has to be filled with Jeez, love. Ooh, I can't wait. I There's know. no way he was going to propose to her though. I just don't see it. Maybe one of the final women has sex with his brother and then they find out. Oh, that'd be great. They're like jet setting Jack. Of course. I like that. (laughs) A twist. Also in that clip, we see Victoria F saying something like she's waited this long to tell him she's a virgin. I think Hannah Ann's the virgin. 
You think Hannah Ann's the virgin? Who do you think is the virgin? I think that Vic, the other Victoria is Victoria the virgin. P, mm-hmm. the one with the messed up family. Yes, because we keep hearing her say over and over again things like "No man has ever done this for me." And then there's a comment when she's puking later where she says. Um, I've never puked in front of a boy before and the way that she said it just made me think that maybe she hasn't like I've never had any kind of intimate yes I'm I'm I maybe th- that that's what hmm. I'm thinking maybe Who was her. it you called someone was a virgin in in our in our uh, yes. cast list uh, now and now I can't remember Jeez. now I can't remember I have to go back and listen well, to it that's the thing I'm sure I'm su- sure some broads will remember and maybe you'll be right from the get-go just by looking at the biopics you could spot the virgin maybe I don't know so excited did you you know I think you thought it was um Madison actually okay i could be wrong but i think you thought that i don't think i see that now Mm -mm. if it was madison who i said i'm not getting that energy we'll see we'll see needless to say that intro now i'm like on pins and needles because something (sighs) big happens oh my god to the point where he's like laying on the bed panicking beforehand that always happens though. There's always something. Remember Becca's ex showed up on her season with yeah. Ari. Uh, I'm what thinking happened? also, yeah, maybe Hannah Brown comes back again right before he's about to propose. <laughs> She's just like, she does. please don't she is do canceled. this to me. Okay, well, let's talk about his Harrison Ford plane intro when he's like... <laughs> the most... Oh, nailed it, Harrison Ford. The most dramatic intro the music honestly though in like a beautiful way i, I was gonna say I'm i actually like, really liked I, it it I was, was well getting, done like, i was getting like teary <laughs> it wasn't like the the colton it wasn't cheesy well because it's like with colton remember I all mean, the shower cheesy. remember all the shower scenes and it was just so like peter's got his little aviators on and he's the flying thing is about peter is that i believe that he really does believe he's going to find his wife i completely agree with you do you know what i mean he's like god has given me this opportunity to find he my feels wife feels like maybe the most genuine and bachelor that i can remember yes and honestly now with ben being on you know every single fucking bachelor thing mm-hmm. ever to be on the planet i would have said ben before but now 100 percent agree with you i feel like peter is or maybe, or maybe the new ben yes you know yes they have a similar face yes or i guess I actually think Peter does look a lot like Nick Vial in certain like angles. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I just, the, but God, it was so beautiful. It felt genuine. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like very much like I was on soaring over California at Disneyland, the music coasting over California, seeing all the sights. It was very much like, you know, God bless America. vibes. And then, you know, he's talking to his family and I I really do love how much it seems they're going to incorporate his mother and father in this season. Yeah. Okay. His family, the level of perfection but also kind of not because like I don't really want to be a part of his family at the same time. It seems like a little too much involvement. Like remember when his mom was like screaming and clapping and like when they were talking and like About jumping up and down times? in her seat. And yeah, I was yeah. like, it's it feels like <laughs> it's they're so involved and they're so perfect that I'm like one of them has to have committed murder <laughs> and the rest they're of them all are all trying. in on it. And they're all just trying to keep it. Keep it's everything it's together. buried under the house. Keep it safe in the family. Smile. Say our mantras together at the table. Also, like, you know, 
they actually they are a really lovely family lovely, i don't want to yeah. talk shit on them but also no, like if my mother lovely. was like t- if i was telling her about my dating life and my mother was like stopping me like don't let him go <laughs> bring him home to us like i just that is a very alternate universe from the one i live in 100 <laughs> percent. also i feel like yes it's gonna take a special type of girl because we've talked i think last season during hannah's season we we're like oh my god what i would give to have a family like that and there's definitely still part of me like what i would give to have two parents who support everything about me that much that's right? wild to me <laughs> but also marrying into that family you know you'd be so loved but there that does seem like a you lot know, of pressure that's the thing peter's probably never gonna want to live farther than five miles away from his family right and i can see barbara being the type of mother-in-law who's gonna you know pop in with a casserole at maybe a few times a week maybe every day and you're like <laughs> okay um and you know pete seems like the kind of guy who's also like super down for it. he's like no my right. mom's coming over for dinner and we're like again right. yeah and you're like okay well um it was that was the fourth time this week and it's only thursday so this is okay fine 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 her casserole is lovely but Peter, we were in the middle of having sex in the living room and she walked in and she just kept walking in. She set up the whole whole table for us. Told us to enjoy lovebirds. (laughs) Totally. Totally. But so lovely. You can't hate on her because she's just that lovely. Yeah. Also, his dad is precious. Yes, totally. Also, so we start jumping into the cast and I really liked how on this episode we're we're going. We are in. We, we were we're full finding speed. out about the ladies. Boom, we're full boom, speed. boom, boom, boom. Yes, yes. So excited. I really appreciated that. So the first, um, the first lady that we encounter, our girl Alexa, <sighs> our girl Alexa, and honestly, the photos, the Instagram. She is I, way too normal. She is way too fucking cool. Cool and just like a very normal, very normal person. Yes, she's. I was so into. When she's talking about being an esthetician and being a waxer, right? Mm-hmm. That she was talking about, like, she used the phrase of people trust me with their bodies and I don't take that lightly. Yeah. I was like, yes, girl. This yeah. was so, yes. And then she owns her own business. Yeah. She's a badass. Yeah. I'm so into her. Yeah, I like her right, o- right off the bat. And she's so, like, her energy is like, this is the type of girl that I would want to, like, just cool as cucumber, chill, have a glass of wine with on the couch. This is a good friend. Yeah. But She's, she seems too normal and mellow to go that's too what far. I, that's what I'm saying. She's like very, very normal. Yes. So, And then we went her. on to Hannah Ann, who is definitely an extra from like the Stepford Wives or something. Hannah Ann, I was really thrown off, Becca, because I assumed that Hannah Ann was going to be, I don't know if it's the name that she's friends with Hannah G., or we talked about her having the same type of energy as Hannah G and she does not. No. She's has a, she's very intense. Her family was also very frightening to me. Like in the cl- clips I saw, they seemed like they were straight out of like leave it to beaver or something and I was like very it felt I mean, don't get me wrong, I love a family sitting down together eating saying grace, precious sweet. It felt it seems like if, if we're going to gonna talk about a family with a secret, this is a family with a secret, a very big secret. <laughs> Gigantic secret. That like it's something is it like things are I'm, I'm talking about a secret so big that it's not going to come out till people start dying. Yeah. That's how big. Hannah Ann <laughs> seems to me like she would be on Pretty Little Liars. Yes. Like she's like on the cast, no, like, but like the real life version. And everything like she yes. looks like. Yes. Yes. 
We we will we'll see because we'll, we'll, we got even. We we're got just like looking at each other. Like I have a lot of opinions. We got more. Okay. She's she's she makes quite an appearance on this episode. Quite yes, a few times. she does. So we'll so, get into that next. Tammy, Tammy, Tammy. Well, okay. I have mixed feelings about this too because, like, Tammy's actually really dope, but then some of her behavior, which we'll talk about tomorrow, is a, is a little off-putting in a group date. Yeah, I have mixed. I have mixed feelings. Uh, but like she's, a lot of mixed feelings. She's still pretty badass, and I, I actually did really like her in this throughout this episode for the most part. I was like, she's one of those people that just seems really dope to me. Yeah, but the fact that she had an intro wrestling a man she she is a she's a small woman deadlifting or whatever i don't know i'm not part of this cro- the crossfit community she was lifting a majorly heavy weight i mean she's badass i do wonder i'm with the wrestling though i'm like oh wait so they're in weight divisions so she was probably wrestling some pretty small men but regardless regardless we heard the whole story this girl how is, she fought for her position she's, she's Killer. And she had and she had like a and then she's flipping houses. She's like the new Joanna Gaines. Also, really. like I feel like in the past we haven't really had very many Asian cast members who are like multidimensional and like actually a part of like the plot. That's you know very I mean? true. That's and, very true. And I'm like, Tammy, I'm like, finally, this is like they're highlighting like a real person. Yes. And, and can it's we, cool. Can we talk about she's pretty was pretty in her photo, but my God. Oh, she's gorgeous. Tammy is like shocking. I like her a lot. The camera loves Tammy. Now, Victoria Paul okay. is very interesting to me. She is so interesting to me too. Well, she reminds me a lot of Crystal. And I'm gonna get into this more as we go through the recap, but she pretty much is crystal in my mind i concur crystal also has almost the same story and some of their behavior throughout the episode which i will get into yes was shockingly similar she well okay so we know that she has a incredibly intense backstory her um, father passed away her, her sister and mom became addicted to drugs before i mean turning her, their lives back and around there the uh, her mom is sober now it was a really really beautiful intro and then you see nice her house yeah wherever they're at like, well she's a she's a nurse you know and she's, where does she live i don't <laughs> I'm not, i forget is it florida maybe i don't, I don't remember know. but um she was super sweet in the intro we see her in the intro crying already yeah um so i was kind of like all right we got a crier on our hands but also her story is so intense yeah that I was kind of like, okay, but then we get further into the episode and yes, there's an interesting dynamic <laughs> coming yeah. up. Um, next we have Kelly, the attorney whose forehead didn't move a millimeter in any scene that I've seen of her so far. I mean, girl, Botox slay. I feel you. I see you, you know, <laughs> I like a little bit of forehead movement. I do ask for a little bit of movement, a little bit of expression, but she's interesting. She's an interesting character to me too, because there, here she is, this attorney. I'm thinking she seemed in her intro that she was going to be intense, like kind of an intense she personality is intense. and she is, but she's also very like giggly with Peter and like very smiley and way more like low key than I imagined. I, I still think she's intense though. It'll come out. Well, I mean, even when like, I don't like, okay, I'm not going to get into tomorrow's stuff. I won't get into it. I'm already getting into the group dates shit. It's hard not, it's to, hard not it, to, but I'm not going to. We're going to do our very best to, to separate, deliver the episode to you. Like we were watching it IRL and like give you our opinions as, as they, as they transform because my opinions greatly transformed 
seeing these women at the beginning versus like by the end of I the agree. episode with some I of agree. them. Um, here's the thing about Kelly. I want to say attorney is in the family business. Can we talk about how intense this hometown might be if he goes there? Oh boy. Everyone's an attorney. He has to sit down, sweetie Petey, with a room full of attorneys mm-hmm. who are already joking about like her sex life. I know. Also, we find out that Kelly is the contestant who has met Peter beforehand. Oh, yes. I don't know how I could forget that with the with the intro. Yes, and I love this. This is we quite a more plot this, twist. But I love it. It's also strangely organic for The Bachelor. It is strangely organic. And I think that later we kind of are clued into, though we it's not like officially told to us that she tells him that she was on like casted already for his season. She told him that when they met, it seems that way. Okay. I wasn't clear. It on seems that. that way because she kind it, of, it was only like a month before. Right. Well, she said when she bumped into him, it was a sign. It was a sign. But then when they like reenacted it later, she made some comment where she's like, yeah, and I bumped into you. And then I was like, okay, I have to tell you something crazy. Yeah. Oh yes. yes, yes but yes, then they yes. don't, that's all she said. And he laughs and kind of grabs her. So I'm assuming she told him, which by the way, does that break contract? She's like, I'm about to be on your season. Or maybe she just auditioned. Maybe she was in the process of finding out. I don't know. I don't know either. But those sneaky producers put him in the same hotel. Good though. It's good. Oh, it's so good. Madison. Okay. Did Madison's dad not look identical to Peter? Oh, I didn't notice. Oh, I'm going to pull up a photo. Okay. I'm ready. Madison's dad looks identical to Peter. Okay. Was she the one who also said, I've been wanting someone who's like my dad? Yes. Oh. She later said that, and I was like, oh, well, you guys look, you picked man, found a man who looks exactly like your father. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about that. I'll find it later. Okay. Um, but yes, she, I, I love that she is the women's basketball star. Yes. It's such a cool aspect it's, of her. She's it is not a really typical Southern belle. She has like this, the brightest smile I've ever seen. Um, I kind of thought maybe she was going to be a little bit like the shy girl with the big smile. She's definitely seems like the opposite of shy. She seems like really intense. Like you said, like basketball star. And I don't know. I think especially after the full episode, I feel like she's going to go far. Very, very far. You call that. I believe you said she was definitely going to hometown. So when you saw her picture. And I I will stand by that after seeing the episode. Yeah. She has a, she does have, she does, (laughs) she does have a nice enough personality. Yeah. I liked her. I did. I I, wasn't like, I wasn't like neutral. Yeah. I wasn't like, Oh my God. I'm obsessed with her, but no, I, I don't have any negative feelings. And no. I don't have any overwhelmingly positive feelings. I'm just like, yeah, okay, Madison. Yeah, Madison. Doesn't, doesn't bug me. And then the last, um, ah, the last girl that we got a um, clue into was Marissa. It, this doesn't make more sense in relation to her bio. I, I still don't really agree with the way it was presented. However, it does make more sense because remember we were talking. So, well, we talked about in the cast list, which if you, anyway, we talked about it on that episode, if you haven't listened to it, and we covered how in Madison's ABC bio, it says that she struggled with self-esteem issues and body image issues when she was in the pageant world after getting out of it. And after a breakup, she then went on to lose 80 pounds and we were very confused about this for a number of reasons. One, why is it being brought up? But also two, we were like, 
if it, it made this point of calling her an average sized girl, whatever that means. They use the term average size yes, in, the, in, in, the in the bio. bio. And mm-hmm. then they went on to say she lost 80 pounds. And we were kind of very confused about the narrative uh-huh. of what her little story was. So I, I, now it makes more sense. It's like she gained weight. I don't like the, the way she was talking about it, though. You know, like I let go of myself. Yeah, and- that's what I was going to say. I was first of all, when they showed the the photo of her, this precious teenager, and she then said that her body was like considered too big for beauty pageant standards and that people were like blowing her up in blogs after saying that she has a beautiful face, but like her body, but I literally, I was fucking blood red mad. Yeah. Like, I was, I, I don't know. I, I was just as be- like someone, I don't know. I heard, um, I heard, you know, Caroline Lunny from my season actually talked about that a lot too, because she was, she, I think she experienced sort of a similar thing in the pageant world about being like too big. And these are, these are very, this like, was just, especially seeing this is a teen pageant. And that was, those were the criticisms. And I'm going, if this is what we're teaching, like our daughters by society standards is too big and pageant world is like this. These are the beauty standards for it, America. It, it's, it's pretty upsetting. It's pretty absurd it's upsetting. because they're, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being large, first of all, but these women even aren't aren't even they are small. Yes, they are small yes. women, and so it's very disturbing. So it was it, this part was a little that was hard for me to watch because, like you said, and we talked about this in the cast bios. I felt like, listen, this is obviously something that she is like. This was an accomplishment that sure. she, for her, and she's proud of it, and that's fine. And my thing is, it's like, and then we saw her later, you know, kicking ass, boxing, and all that. And I'm like, listen, health and fitness and confidence is amazing. I just was, I was upset that they had health, fitness, and confidence being connected with, with losing weight weight on a show that is already not inclusive sizing. Yeah. 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 It was was hard for me. And also some of the other terms where she was like, now that I've gotten control of my life and Mm -hmm. it was just these, and also like, I don't know. Anyway, and we can get into all that. But like and it this- was also then strange for me that they chose ABC. Sorry if you're listening and actually didn't watch this, but she does not get um, she does not get a rose. Yeah. So the fact that ABC decided to show this clip and she's not even moving forward and they were like fixating on like this weight loss. I don't know. Well, people really like transformation stories, yeah. you know, people yeah. like the idea of like, wow, now she's really improved her life so much now that she's. Which, skipping forward, by the way, super pissed she wasn't chosen because I felt like her and Pete had a spark and I had... Interesting. I, yeah, I don't know. I was like really hmm. vibing on her and I was really disappointed. Anyways. Also, um, it's interesting that she n- now works in a plastic surgery center. Yeah, there was a lot. There in was relation a lot going on. This, like, see, there's a lot of like body... I know, I know. It made on. me kind of feel a little sad. But- she is, by the way, though weight completely unrelated she is smoking hot she is so gorgeous i, I know she is beautiful i know so i was saying i was literally when her and pete were sitting down i was when i was taking my notes i was like i'm literally falling in love she's got like that that thing she's in her beautiful. eyes where you start to get like i'm like i'm falling in love with you there's something so charming and stunning i am surprised she didn't make it past nine i was shocked Anyways, all right, before we get into right. now limo entrances, yeah. um, 
Listen, The Bachelor is back in session, and I will obviously be tempted to be on my phone and computer all day long, reading about the tea, laughing at the batch memes, scouring the interwebs for insider info. The last season, to be honest, it took over my life completely, so I decided I need to learn how to manage my time this season. But where in the world would one find a place where you could find affordable classes all about time management and productivity? I have an answer. It's Skillshare. Skillshare is everything. Everything. They're an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. They've got so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives. And Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. They offer classes designed for real life so you can move your creative journey towards forward without putting life on hold you can learn and grow with short classes that fit into your busy routine with no problem and speaking of busy routine like i said you can find some amazing time management and productivity classes on skillshare like one called productivity today managing attention in the digital age or project management in real life simple workflows to achieve your goals so good so practical um and they truly have classes that cover everything like becca was saying from um, learning how to speak different languages to to learning watercolor basics, cooking classes, much more. And Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when you compare it to those pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. Yeah, and like you said, Skillshare has all different types of classes. You can learn virtually anything. Anything under the sun, really. Uh, they are a proud sponsor of Chatty Broads. We love you, Skillshare. Mm-hmm. And you can explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash chatty and get two free months Two free months of premium membership. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com slash chatty. That's Skillshare.com slash chatty. Oh, Becca, I am so, 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 so happy to talk about this next sponsor because from day one, they have supported us. They are day oneers. Day oneers. And honestly, an episode one recap of 2020 Bachelor would not be complete with us, for us without singing. Fafid Fun. Do, do you guys like it? Good. Fafid Fun is a lifestyle subscription box filled with full size, premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home, and wellness products sent straight to your doorstep each season. They take the hassle out of shopping by doing it for you. And each box is customized to your specific interests. And guess what? The winter box is on sale now, and it's packed full with some amazing goodies. Um, I know I've said this before, but honestly, that sustainable makeup towel included in the box is worth the entire box for me. I go through so many makeup wipes typically, and this is such a great sustainable option. And honestly, this is facts. It works better for me than most of the makeup wipes that I actually have used before. And it leaves my face really soft. And you can use it again and again. And I'm using it every single day. And it's not like, I don't know, it's not chafing my face like a lot of these makeup wipes. It's nice and soft and sustainable and all the goodness. And remember, Broads, this box retails for $49.99, but always has a value of over $200. And many of the products in this box are actually worth more than the cost of the whole box itself. Use coupon code CHATTY for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com, making it only Mm $39.99. That's coupon code CHATTY for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. All right. Okay. Peter. Okay. Peter. You won me over immediately by the fact that you walked out in a goddamn tuxedo. He looks great. He, listen, Colton, sorry, Colton, this suit, we're used to a suit. We're used to a suit. And these, 
we deserve a man who comes out in a tux when all these women have to wear gowns. <coughs> Becca's dying. <laughs> okay? just water. She's because so Because I was so stunned <laughs> and shocked by the tuxedo. True, though. But, like, it really says, it, again, says that he's taking this thing seriously. He's ready this to get married. This is the night he's going to meet his wife. So, of course, he's going <laughs> to... Gonna be dressed like it's his wedding day. Exactly. I was so into it. And he literally, <coughs> again, taking all of it seriously. As the limos are pulling up, did you notice he was getting all teary? Yes, Jess. And there was, <laughs> it wasn't the only time either. He oh my got God. teary through the whole night. Making his goddamn speech later He's starting on. to cry. And I think there was like some moments, obviously, in Hannah's season that we see him get teary, like once with his family, and then obviously when she yes. said goodbye to yes. him. But he wasn't like crying all of Hannah's season. No, I'm telling you, he's convinced that his wife is in this, and this is the biggest day of his goddamn he is life. Living for this, no. I, I'm, you know, I was, I at first, you gotta respect it. I have to respect. And at first, I was like very, I was a little salty about Peter being chosen as the bachelor, even though I loved him through Hannah's. I was just like, seriously, okay, Whatever. it's the same guy Boring. over and over. But after seeing tonight's episode, I have to give him the props, and that this, this man, this is everything. To I'm him. telling you, like he, I yeah. I think you're 100% right that he, he no one has taken it this seriously mm-hmm. and I have to appreciate that because it makes everything feel that much more genuine and that which is actually quite refreshing it like, really does I, do, I genuinely don't think Peter gives a shit about the Instagram followers I he's very he's not very active on Instagram either yeah. like he kind of just posts like videos of his family that aren't very like clear it, it's they're kind of like you know, they're smudges in front of his camera he's just kind of he's kind of a normal guy who just wants to find the love of his life I know I kind of got caught up in the in the episode tonight I felt like I was really watching someone meeting his future wife do you think he will marry one of these girls yes you do yes okay can you just say right now who you think it's going to be I I feel like this is so on the nose because she had the first one-on-one, but I do Madison? feel like Madison could be the one. Shit. Yeah. I don't know. What about that one blonde girl? Can't think of what her name was. Are you talking about Sarah, who we don't see at all uh, in the episode? You know what, though? I'll, f- I'll figure it out as I go through my notes. Yeah. As we're... There's this one girl who's who's very pretty. And I believe they had a conversation on the steps. I could be wrong. I don't know. There's this blonde girl, and I thought, oh, maybe it's... I'll probably remember as we go through. Okay. Well, anyway, so let's get into it. The okay. in, The limo uh, entrances, which I have to say as a whole were fairly underwhelming. I felt like everyone seemed very normal. There was not a lot of people who did anything. Which like, I actually don't mind. You like what you like when it's I kind of like it, it being a little... No, I kind of like it being a little tame. That I appreciated it, too, because it <laughs> felt... Very genuine, even though obviously we know people are coming in for the followers. It's fine. But um, yeah, I mean, first, first uh, girl out of the, out of the limo was Alea. We now know how to pronounce her name, Alea. And this to me was a great move. She gave Peter a letter that her grandmother wrote. Oh yeah. And said, I'll find you later and yes, open it and together. It was so cute when she did the letter was it. It so was great. Cute. She's also like a freaking Victoria's secret model. Or something. <laughs> no, she's she kind of was giving me like subtle Adriana Lima vibes or something like this whole group of women. I'm tens. sorry. Like again, the, we saw the photos and they looked amazing in the photos in actually on camera yeah. it was like oh my god this might be the one of the most stunning groups of people I, i've alaya could uh alaya could go pretty far mm-hmm. if she has a yeah i thought that that the, her night one was very productive beautiful she gave the letter that's such a great like okay 
I, you have to find me later because my grandmother wrote you a letter and we're going to open it Which together. Which you know, he, like I said, full bone. He's at full mass <laughs> in his fucking tuxedo. He is like, oh, this letter from our grandma. What's the airplane way that you say erect? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Take off. He's at full. I don't his know. compass is pointed north, even though north isn't up. I know that. Okay. I don't know. His, his downstairs business. Throttle full <laughs> speed ahead. 30,000 feet. 30,000 feet. Oh, um, boy. So she was great. Sydney came out after. Uh-huh. Sydney was stunning. I think this is one of my favorite dresses of the night. That mm. beaded white gown. Mm. Insane. Insane. Um, I love, she said, not every girl from Alabama makes bad decisions. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Oh, a little bit shady. Yeah, which I don't think he appreciated. No, he didn't seem super <laughs> He said, he's like, oh, a little shade. And he's like, I love her. <laughs> I, I still think about her every single night. Even though I'm going to act like I'm completely over it. Yeah, he's clearly she, not. No. Um, Hannah Ann comes next. We officially find out that she introduces herself with the Ann and it continues on for the rest of the night. So That's- for the rest of the season, <laughs> we're going to be hearing Hannah Ann every single Shh. Hannah Ann time. acts like someone who always gets told she has beautiful eyes. Yeah, she's like, she's waiting for you to say it to her. <laughs> 100%. She like does this whole thing. I could not stop noticing where she kind of tilts her chin down and like looks up like she knows she is like this Bambi gift to mankind kind of thing. And immediately I was like, just stop. Like you're so aware of how pretty you are and it's so off putting. She's yeah, one of those people who walks up to you in a conversation and doesn't say hi because she's waiting for you to tell her how pretty she is. And she's literally just looking like this. She's blinking. Yeah. And kind mm-hmm. of like turning her chin just so you, it hits her best angle whenever mm-hmm. she's talking to someone. That the light Opens hits her, her eyes a little bit too wide while she's big. waiting for her eye compliments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And there's always like the way that the light hits her eyes. You're always kind of like, is that a little tear? Are you happy or sad? I can't quite nail what it. What secrets is your family hiding? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> oh, oh boy. But she, again... Uh, it's another moment where I'm like, okay, this girl does not remind me of Hannah G at all. She walks up so confident and immediately I wrote down giving me potential villain vibes problematic in the house. 100%. The second that she, I saw the intro. And then obviously like, mm. when you're, you're calling it, because when we see the rest of this yes. night unfold. I felt very fulfilled after I wrote that down in my note and then I started to see this happening. I was like, ah, okay, I feel like picking up on the energy correctly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, Sarah is next. Who's it the was Sarah I was talking right? about. Okay. I don't yes. know why I couldn't remember her name, but I, I wrote down. The thing is, is although these intros were quick, the names were disappearing very fast. That's why so, I was very grateful we did the cast bios. Because yes. I was like remembering most everyone. Yes, but some of them I was like trying to make notes and I like I was like, wait, what, what was her name? Happening very so quickly. I just put the blonde, this blonde Peter is going to like. That that's what I said. Yes. She Sarah again was the one that you said um in the cast bio looked like she was on like a 2020, like this woman is missing. Oh, that's Sarah. That's Sarah. It all makes sense. Sarah is another one who her photo, she looked insane stunning in it and then somehow hey sarah how do you do it because somehow on film you're even more how i don't know i like i actually did not i have to say i did not recognize her from the bio photos though like i didn't know i didn't either those were the same person still gorgeous but i did not think that was the same person no but like 
crazy. And you're 100% right. She's one of those ones that we're not going to maybe see a lot of the first like two episodes. And then all of a sudden it'll be like her and Peter have I like think mad he's chemistry. Gonna, I think he's she's really going to hook him in. There's something yeah. about our personality where I was like, I can There's really see this. There's something about Sarah. There's something about Sarah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel I feel her in in my being. Oh, also that like tea for me. What is that? A broad um, uh, tagged me in her latest story. She had like a New Year's Eve post and she said something about 2020. And she's like, remember, we're all just walking each other home, which oh, yeah. is the the, the uh, quote that I have tattooed right here on my chest. And it's a Ram Dass quote. Wait, you have that tattoo? This is what's tattooed. How did on my I chest? know? Not know that's what it was. Tattooed yeah, we're under. all just walking each other home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was her like new. And I'm like Sarah, girl. Love you. I see you. See, the thing is, I wasn't quite roped into her personality or her at all. Not no shade. I was. Just I don't like, think we saw. We didn't see her at all in this episode. She's just like a person right now. But I, I just have this feeling that you Peter- have the feeling. And then, yes, I but then I saw that quote and I was like, you, I feel like we're, you're going to be a, like a soul sister of mine. So please, Sarah, don't disappoint us. Mm. Don't disappoint Ramdas. Now, Lauren, correct, is next in the jumpsuit. I, I hit the deck, Becca, because you and I had just said when is someone going to show up in like a power suit or some sort of pants? I think actually someone did do a white jumpsuit for Colton's season. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's the first time. Oh, wait, was it Tracy maybe? I don't remember. No, Tra- no. Tracy wore red, I believe. But Lauren? Tracy maybe did. I think she did. Was it Tracy? Like the style- anyway, wardrobe some, someone's showed done up. it before, but she looked fantastic. Lauren, who is from Glendale. Hell yes. My Glendale sister. Um... <laughs> neighbors um she shows up in a long ponytail like ariana grande style mm-hmm. in a beaded bodysuit and i it was my it was my favorite was moment. Great. yeah it's great and she's yeah again just she's full runway model yes as we thought and i believe victoria p was next victoria p was next now this is the thing when yes. she came out of the limo and put her hands together and it w- almost started to cry this immediately, like I said, was crystal vibes. Mm-hmm. Then she goes up and does the little thing where she says, like, my sister, what was it again? Like, this is what we do. We do a dance or something. Yes, the when funny, we, the happy feeling dance. stressed. Yes. I don't know if you remember, but Crystal's intro with Ari, for those of you that didn't watch my season, how dare you listen to my podcast <laughs> and not listen to my podcast and not watch, and watch my, my season. <laughs> no, but uh, so on Ari's season, this girl, Crystal, was the villain. She looked kind of similar, actually quite similar to Victoria P. And when she came out of the limo, she did this thing with Ari where she was like, when I'm feeling stressed, what I like to do is I like to just like put my hand on my heart. So like put, yes. put, you put your hand on your heart and like breathe and think of what you're grateful for or whatever. And I had very, very similar vibes with Victoria P of like, this is what we do when we're stressed. And like, I want to make you feel calm. Yes. You, oh my God. I did not think of Crystal at all. And now that you're saying that, it's that so makes sense. And Crystal's family, like I believe her dad had left when she was really young yeah, and her, her brother had a drug addiction mm-hmm. problem and her mom had other issues and it, like very similar. Yes. So yes. Anyway, I wrote down that I get, as soon as she did like the, the hands together, I was saying I want, when I'm going to be talking about Victoria, this is in no way not validating the lovely no way, person invalidating yeah yeah invalidating her the way experience that, exactly who she is. No, no no we don't know her at all but 
I get a very actress energy from her. Like every moment is very precious in a, an extreme way. Right. And then when we see her later in the episode, it's kind of like, okay, everything is very much like this has never happened to me once before in my life. And it's very over the top. So, yeah, I also just have to say, like, there may be other people in the cast who have experienced pretty traumatic stuff with their family. And it is a certain kind of personality with like, not a bad thing, actually, at all. But it's just like a different kind of personality where she is like, like you said, every moment has the possibility to be a moment. Right, right, (laughs) right. You know, like we can make everything a thing. Victoria P is one of these ones and we can get into it later, but throughout this three hour experience that we had, my, I went all over the map with her. I had one moment where I was like, I am not vibing on Victoria. And then the next moment I was like, I think I love her. Like I was all over the map with her. I am not really sure what it's really hard for me to separate her from Crystal. I just, yeah, I'm I, I, get, you, I can't. Yeah. I feel like now that you've said that, I'm now that's all I'm going to so say. So we'll see how this all unfolds with her season, but I think that she could really could be a wild card. I agree. She, yeah, she's one of those ones that all of a sudden could like take a villain. Because remember role. Crystal in her intro, she was like, I go and feed the homeless every morning. Yes. Yes. Like, you're totally. And yeah. I hope to see my brother like I'm um, out there somewhere because like. You're totally right. We could have a, we could have a full. We could have a we could have a full villain villain swap. Yeah. Oh, we will see. <laughs> All right. Next, our we favorite. have our favorite girl, McKenna. <laughs> um. In this moment, now, now the little intro that we got, we saw like a, a very quick clip of her, but it was everything I assumed it was going sure. to be. Um, she's like surveying him and like, let me check out what's going on. And it's, I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> I we didn't get a lot from the intro, but definitely later in the episode. Ooh, ooh my god! Okay, and I'm just going to say that I feel like Becca and I. I feel validated. I feel validated as well. I feel validated as well. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, Marissa comes next yeah. and this was another one actually that i really liked i liked this intro i liked the little pinky promise and i liked that she right away said let's promise to remain true to ourselves and i'm like yes i love this yes it was beautiful yes. is this eunice next next is kelsey god damn it i just want to get to eunice <laughs> kelsey the personal clothier oh yes um so we got a DM from abroad. <laughs> if you remember when we said on the on the cast uh, recap, I said something like Kelsey looks like she has drinks with older men. And then I was like, oh, my God, I think that you're probably completely correct. We received a DM from abroad and we, we will remain anonymous. <laughs> Thank you for sending this to us. You made Becca and my day. Um, who said <laughs> that your guys's narration of Kelsey is spot on. She does like to have drinks with older men after work, AKA my 50 year old divorced father <laughs> or stepfather or, or stepfather. Something. <laughs> and then she went on to tell more and it's nothing scandalous. No, it's not, nothing it's, scandalous it's not like all. Kelsey's like breaking up homes or no, anything like no, that. No, he's divorced. She's more than welcome to be with whoever he wants. She didn't and say she's, she's, sleep. she's not sleeping with him or no. anything that we know of. No, 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 it's no, nothing no. Nothing like that, but it was just kind of funny. It was hilarious that that's specifically what Becca said. And then, and then we had this message and the way that whoever this, the broad worded it, was so funny it was so good like so like cheeky and yes. yeah 
Anyways, I lo- God, I love our, our, our instincts. Our laugh. instincts were spot on. You, yeah, you now, nailed that one. Now, speaking of instincts. Speaking of instincts. <laughs> Jessica, when Eunice came out in, in the wings. the wings. In the wings. And first thing she mentions, what? I'm a flight attendant. There you go. <laughs> and you know what she proceeds to say about five more times in the next like minute and a half? I'm a flight attendant. Uh huh. Flight attendant. Flight, flight attendant. attendant. Flight attendant. Oh flight attendant. my god! And then of course, she walks into the room and like she says, everyone and their mother is a flight attendant. Well, right after she she's the first flight attendant to walk in, right? Oh yes. And then we get two flight attendants, bang bang, right in a row. Now, the irony of this entire thing is that she's the flight attendant who wins. Really? I was unclear of that. She did get a rose? I'm 99%. I was trying to... It was Me hard too. because we weren't seeing and I was writing the we names down. We weren't all of them and we didn't really see... I think because they squeezed so much into this three hours, we didn't really see the normal, like, every single girl I'm, crying I'm after they got sent either, home. Either I'm 99% sure that Eunice is the one who made it and... I'm also, um, I believe, so either Eunice is the flight attendant that made it or all the flight attendants well, went home. Well, yeah, spoiler. Well, no, never mind. We'll get to the end of the episode before before we cover who yes. went home. But that was hilarious. But Eunice, oh no, I, I, no, I also, just a side note, when they are then having conversations later in the evening and all the girls are hanging out, she's like, God, this feels like sorority rush. I know. This feels like rush week. Or she said something and I was just like, yes, God, yes, (laughs) yes, we did it. I have to just say in general, in general, I love you i actually quite like her as well i like her she's just like funny and like she seems like she's just gonna be a good time quirky yes she's quirky yeah i don't know she's just fun she seems fun um everything by the way is a plain pun oh everything everything. peter being like i'm just looking for my co-pilot i'm like yeah i mean we i mean we all knew that that was of course (laughs) that was coming it's better than the constant virgin talk i will say i was yes i prefer the windmills and the and the plain talk to the constant them. Colton virgin. Yes. That, I'm very, yeah. very happy. Even though God, the, the, the conversation about the four times that we're about to come up, yeah. up into started to get out of control. Um, next comes J- our girl, Jade. Yes. Who, <sighs> yeah, she's, she's absolutely stunning. Lower voice than I expected. She it also a, looked quite different from her. Photo. She looked different. She also had like, she's the one who ended up kind of having the husky uh-huh, lower the, voice. I know. Yeah. Which Katrina will still have it forever in my heart, but I know. Whatever. God, I loved her. Um, flight attendant number two, and then followed by flight attendant number three, yeah. who is Megan, um, who did it over the intercom and she's wearing the little wings. Yeah, that was cute. Actually. I, I, I was going to say, I thought the it was best. the only way that you could, do uh i'm a flight attendant intro without it being cheesy i thought it was cute she had her little intercom which got used randomly in the night later by other people i think if eunice was going to do the wings she should have come out in the full like victoria's secret angel (laughs) get up just like slamming the runway this actually has nothing to do with me being a flight attendant between besides you know wings but look at me (laughs) um all right so then madison comes speaking of planes and she is in a full gigantic uh, paper plane paper airplane thing I, which is fun i literally i don't know what it was but i was crying laughing watching this because there was something about watching her run th- from the gate like oh, wait, quite far <laughs> so far and the idea of pete 
having to watch for what maybe about like a minute and a half as she ran up panting in her gown trying to like make statements like from I'm also like, how long did this take one of the art department people to make? This is quite, and and two of them, no less. Two, it was quite intricate. And I also was waiting for her to like trip as she stepped out of it. And I noticed they actually cut. I I was, because I was actually waiting to see how she stepped out of it. They probably helped her out. And they cut to her out of the paper plane. Three people lifted her out. Yeah, totally. Um, Loved her low back dress, by the way. Um, Next was Tammy. Tammy has the TSA wand. Yes, 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 yes. Over Peter's crotch mm-hmm. and saying that there is a large package in front of the mansion. Love that. <laughs> Love it. Now, I, I will say this. There were a lot of moments in this episode that I just kept thinking about if the tape, if like everything was swapped. Oh, sure. I just, there was so much conversation about like, his sexual prowess. Basically. His sexual prowess. Four times. It's probably huge. I mean, Which, so many comments. Yeah. That is it like it's fun? Like I'm la- I'm laughing and whatever. But I just I just I couldn't get that out of my head. Where I just kept thinking about like, okay, this is like I love like the occasional fun comment. But it was just like, wow, this would be. I just kept imagining literally like a guy. Like, can you imagine if the roles were reversed? A guy comes out and he's just like, I heard there were some huge tits out and by yeah. the front gate. <laughs> whoa or like what victoria with her wet joke it's like he's like if somebody made like a boner joke i'd actually kind of love that if someone made a boner oh, yeah. joke if it was like funny enough but yeah no a guy if i was like yeah i'm rock hard which by like, the oh way i know there's gonna be a lot more talk about four times i'm gonna say this for tomorrow's episode because it's tea oh my god yeah you just, just got me hooked i know are you rock god hard now it. i am rock hard <laughs> And know, soaking wet simultaneously. I do wonder if like Pete has that like energy, you know, sex sex energy. Well, I mean, we definitely saw in Hannah's season. I mean, the four times doesn't necessarily mean anything about whether or not someone's like good or even like good at sex or even has good energy. Like whatever, he can get no. it back up quick. Yeah, great, cool. But like, yeah, he, he fucks like a sixteen year old. That could be good <laughs> or horrible. Good. But I will say that during Hannah's season, he did. I remember us commenting a lot about he surprised us with his like sensual energy. That's true because they were like in the massage room he was or like in the sauna. I mean, like they, it was always like yes, it yes, was. Yes, they you're were right. always making out. There was a lot of sexual energy between them, and he was also very much like one of those people that because he is so like has that little baby face and is like so family oriented that I remember not thinking he was going to be like that, and then he was very like Romeo. I mean, even just with like the condom in the car joke, like uh-huh. everything, it's like it's sort of pizza sexuality has been quite the topic, which I love it. Yeah. Um, next is Cheyenne. Cheyenne brings him a barf bag oh, yeah. for some of his nauseating conversations he, he did, he'll be having. He did not love that. Well, I was kind of like... I didn't love it either, but... I didn't. A barf bag talking about, hey, I know you're going to have to deal with some you're of these nauseating wanna... conversations. I was like, this is kind oh, of like low key, like the person at a party who it's like a great time. And then all of a sudden they bring up a story that's way too heavy in the middle of everyone laughing. Like, oh, yeah, my grandfather died of blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, oh, gosh. And like, it's true. And it's real. Like, yes, he's going to have nauseating conversations, but like maybe not the time to bring that. it up. Also, it's like sort of cocky at the same time, too, where you're like, all these other girls are going to suck. <laughs> So like, good luck barfing through these conversations. Find me later. (laughs) Like, 
Interesting. Not my choice. No, definitely not. Um, next is Courtney, which this entrance killed me because Peter gets so excited with the idea of a woman like landing. What he said, taxing. He's like, oh my oh, God, yes. if a woman oh, taxis yes. a, an airplane in here right now, I'm going to like, like, flip. How the fuck do you think they're going to do this right now? In <laughs> Listen, Peter is a wide-eyed man. <laughs> he is so, he is ready. He <laughs> believes in love. He believes in anything. He believes that they could taxi in a, a 747. I'm like, they could make it work, you know? <laughs> I was thinking maybe somebody would like land and through a helicopter or something I was kind of maybe broke down for, like yeah something something I, I wish I could have done oh speaking of stuff that I've done we're gonna get there oh, we eventually. Are gonna, oh we are gonna get there girl oh man um but Courtney ends up showing up in a very tiny plane and Peter's disappointment is very obvious yes. he's, he's like oh haha, that's funny you're pedaling in on a child's plane toy and Courtney is everything that I expected her to be from her her cast photo mm -hmm. she's and you made men mention of that she seemed like she would have a tiny mic on and be yes like an aerobics teacher she, and that's a hundred percent or like a newscaster yeah, she's very awkward yeah she is i i felt uncomfortable whenever she was talking yes. on camera another one that i was surprised remained yeah very surprised but that rack but that <laughs> rack though it's undeniable it really is the first thing gray said he's like wow she's really well, especially in the uh, group date later. That's oh, yeah. all that I could. Oh, yeah. I mm -hmm. was staring at it and I was just like, I, don't girl, I'm so jealous. I'm not even sure they're fake. I, I don't know now either. You know? They're like, fantastic. Yeah. And I think they might be re all real. Wow. Who knows? God bless. <laughs> I have more to deduce. <laughs> We're coming episodes. We are going to get to the bottom deductions. of this. If I have to DM her, I will. I know that's very personal and rude. But I'm very curious. If I have to DM her, I will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> All right. Next is my most favorite entrance. Oh, I I died. I was also like, is this a contortionist? Like, what's I, happening? I I'm I'm laughing. I'm crying. I'm impressed. I am excited because in our cast bio episode, we were like, I bet Kiara is kind of going to be quirky, and it was the quirkiest entrance, and I was so. It was exciting. I really don't know how she fit in that suitcase. So a man rolled her up on like a luggage trolley. And when that thing was zipped up, I was convinced that Pete was going to walk up to it and she was going to be like I behind thought so too. Like they had like, some sort of rigged thing sneaky. to like dunk, dunk, dunk. Like, yeah. Yes, me too. Because all of a sudden you're seeing the, the luggage going, hey, like yes, trapped inside. And it was zipped. And it was sure small. Air, it was so small and i'm looking at it going did they like david blaine this shit I know. are there levels is this uh, like some uh, the pen and teller is connected no she was just folded up inside that the flexibility the ingenuity the courage also the thing <laughs> yes the fact that she did not look a mess when she emerged that from that suitcase thing. first of all there's no way in i would hell. have makeup stains all over my dress you know first of like, all, i can't even i can't even get like get like touch my touch my toes let alone fold into that situation in an evening gown looking beautiful emerging i was so impressed it's bold it was so bold it was so impressive 10 that might be my favorite entrance as well it was fantastic yeah fantastic 10 out of 10 um and then followed by an entrance entrance that felt mm, familiar very familiar to me very very familiar well, I already hate Lexi because throughout the night we see that she's, or throughout the episode we see she's hanging out with Victoria, so sus. And they're Victoria still, F. They're still friends now because I watched Victoria's yes. story. 
Um, yeah. Bitch, first of all, she said <laughs> her line is like, I heard you like to go fast. That car's not even that. It's like, a, it's an old ass car. It's not. My, ca- my 2013 Camry could go faster than that car. Agreed. First of all. Secondly. Secondly. I drove up in practically the same goddamn car. Not only were you, did you drive up in the same car, pretty much, same color, your dresses were eerily similar, except a different color. It was the same exact cut. Eh. Spaghetti straps. I think that's a cut down stretch, across. but I'll let you. I'll let you. Well, say think about it. think about this. Okay. Think about every dress that we saw. We saw jumpsuits. We saw strapless. She could have been wearing any type of dress. She could have been wearing any type of dress, and she had the same top cut with the crossover and the straps and the slit down to the floor. Except it was blue instead of green. Mine wasn't down to the floor. Yours wasn't down to the floor. Mm-mm. Where did yours land? Knee length. Knee length? Oh, okay. You pulled a knee length, huh? Mm-hmm. I did. Sure you did. I did. <laughs> but similar. Yeah, but the car thing, I was like, I drove a, I, I cross-referenced, I drove a red Mustang, and I sure as was like a red, I don't know, Corvette or something. I don't know cars. But still. I think hers was a Mustang. That was only two seasons ago. I know. That was only the season before and last. And there were girls leaning out the window going like, oh my God, what, a, how, great what a great entrance. entrance. And I was like, yes, it is a why great isn't, entrance. Why isn't someone saying that's exactly what Becca M did? That's what I wanted to know. Oh, I have well, no stands in the house. Okay, fine. I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah. Also, did none of the producers be like, "Oh yeah, Becca did that"? Yeah, <laughs> like, you literally think, two huh? years ago. Yeah, so oh, well. Lexi immediately. I'll let it go. Um, Lexi comes out. Not let let's let's just just nix the fact that she copied your entrance. She's very like kind of lethargic energy. It's just like, hey, what's going on? Like yeah. very, very you yeah, know, yeah. is there a heartbeat type of yeah. energy. Um next is followed by DeAndre. She definitely dis we were definitely off. I was definitely off in my assumptions of with her Lexi. from her bio photo. Yeah. Yes, we were completely off with yeah. Lexi. Um Deandra comes in next in the windmill dress and oh, yeah. Like we had talked about in the cast bio, we were saying real housewives potential. Yes, she was she was fully doing that for me. She asks if he's ready for round five. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, my. Now that you're now that you've said it earlier, there really were so many sexual jokes. Katrina's well, Victoria. Deandra even- says, are you ready for round five? Next, we see Peyton, who says brings up the four times. Yeah. And then Jasmine I believe in Vietnamese asks about the four times. Yes. And then Kylie comes in right after does pulls out the pack of condoms. Yes. Oh no. It was like half of the entrances were sex based. You're 100% right. I don't know how I didn't catch that. Boy. Oh boy. Um, but then after all those, do we have Katrina? We have Katrina after that, which also kind of has sex based because Oh my God. I okay. love it. <laughs> we said, we said in, in our last episode, will Katrina you said this, that you that okay, she'll bring up your, bring, bring up, the up cat. her cat whenever She did possible. the entrance and she shows Peter and she says that you're going to fall in love with my hairless pussy, pussy cat. cat. And then shows the photo, <laughs> which by the way, even though I know that she had a hairless cat, it still kind of got me. I was like, where is she going with this? Because she actually said pussy. And I was like, oh, oh where is she, she going? Hairless? Immediately, I was like, oh, her cat. I've totally, I, I, I was taken out and I fully forgot. And she goes, hairless, 
pussy. pussy. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold up there, Katrina. This is ABC. <laughs> Katrina. Um, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she still has a raspy voice in my heart, a raspy Chicago Yeah, accent. she doesn't, which, by the way, <laughs> I'm going to get into this later, but I love her. I like her as well. I also love her. I like her also. Okay. Okay. Quickly. Um, Victoria is next. Um, and... Victoria Victoria F. Yes. Home record. She had the cringiest entrance by far. By far. And then could and then went on later to have the cringiest conversation. By far. By far. Here's the thing about Victoria. Obviously, now we have seen that she has posted on her Instagram before the episode. Um yeah, in like case two you days. Guys haven't seen this. Yeah, about two days before the episode, she went um public again on her Instagram. She posted this long thing about how Which she had actually posted back in november oh but then she went she went private yeah we she was private it. okay so she posted in november already yeah. wow okay that she she's like the rumors none are, of them are none true. of them are true bullshit i'll explain it later blah 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 <laughs> i'll explain later it was a misunderstanding it was a misunderstanding it was an open just jealous situation. yeah i don't know <laughs> whatever it, whatever she may be saying she's now going to be defending herself saying it's all false so i wanted to say this I let's just put all put it aside. Let's put all the home let's just talk about her allegations aside because regardless of the allegations, she's still my least favorite person on she the show. She so is far. a huge shitster, you can just tell, and a huge drama queen. The the biggest drama the, queen. The the energy, the vo- everything it's bad. is just it's bad vibes. Uh, yeah, the, and you're, I'm like I'm like this is hard. It was hard for me to to, to li- like to even like listen to it. And also just being like the girls are just like she's like they're just so pretty, and I'm just it was just she's just bad vibes. It, it was like the the worst of vibes. Yeah. And I feel like normally, even though here we are sitting judging a reality TV show, I feel like I typically have a. A, an open heart where I'm like, I, I like most people and all this. I immediately, again, allegations aside, my my alarm bells are going like ding, the sirens ding, are going ding, crazy. Ding. I agree. Uh, just very like, um, I just see her being very bad in relationships in general. I'm not even talking about friendships or sleeping with people, just with like the guys and the way she, yes. it was like she was already making like everything about herself in this really like bad way. Yes. Night one. Like basically using, it seemed, what I'm calling is that she is someone that seems very good at using like manipulation tactics to like get attention and like, and sort of like in gaslighty ways. I like yes. very much saw her like twisting the truth around to get whatever this weird attention. Yes, we have is. her we have her night one crying in the corner, like kind of throwing a fit a little bit. E- yeah, it, it was not good. And the way that she So her entrance. Her entrance, she says, I have a dry sense of humor. And then she then can barely get it out afterwards. <laughs> But that's about the only thing that but is dry right now. But it also right seems now. like really faked it humility. Feel- like, she, like she came up with the idea to say it and now she's like, that's embarrassing. Like you finish it. I can't say it. It was like really feigned. It feels so concocted yeah. and so like, like she was practices. trying to like, like she was trying to play it out. Like she was really innocent. Yes. And like she just couldn't say it because it was just like too dirty. Yes, the but finger she made in the it, mouth thing but she for sure. like made it up. I said, I right away wrote down, like, I said, I know her. This is the type of girl that makes a guy feel like he's the only one. Yeah. 
And there's that very much like, like you said, that feigning of kind of like, oh my God, like I can't even get it out, but come on, come on. This is, this is manipulative. This is calculated. And then he's like, ha ha. It also like made him really uncomfortable. He like, was super Not awkward. because of what she was saying, but just the way she was like, I bet you can finish it kind of thing. The delivery was, like, was uh. so awkward. And then also bad vibes is she's immediately pissed that there's another person there named Victoria. And she's like, I don't want to be Victoria F. Oh, I know. And I'm like, oh, glory. You are a brat. <laughs> You're a brat. Dude. And like not in the cute like diva way. Like in like no. you suck. No, it's it. No, it was all bad vibes. Ugh. All bad vibes from the second that she came out. I feel like she has maybe mommy issues not daddy issues i can actually feel like her dad might be like sort of wealthy and she'll just be like dad like yeah. classic you know like just like oh my god dad no like yeah and maybe. might like hit her family members <laughs> and stuff like that you know what i mean like she might be like kind of physically abusive yeah. like, she's i don't know what it is man it's intense <laughs> it's intense <gasps> We'll see. Oh, I mean, we'll see but, what but, happens. But my God, this is, this is, uh, the, <laughs> you can tell she's going to bring on some uh -huh. good TV. Mm -hmm. Good well. TV. Um, well, this is all the tea and all this drama. Honestly, it's making me hungry. Talking about Victoria is making yes, me hungry. Because yes, yes. <laughs> I'm stressed already. Um, so can we take a moment to talk about HelloFresh? HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And it makes cooking at home so fun and easy and affordable. If you're like me at all, cooking meals can be intimidating because, hey, not a natural in the kitchen over here. But HelloFresh has made it simple and delicious. And even though they make it so easy, um, it only takes about 20, 30 minutes to make a gourmet meal. Gourmet meal. I still feel impressed with myself after because it tastes so good. HelloFresh has 22 seasonal chef curated recipes each week. And their proportion ingredients means that there's less prep for you and less food waste. The packaging they use to ship your food in is almost entirely uh, made from recyclable or already recycled materials. And HelloFresh's carbon footprint is 25% lower than store-bought grocery store, gro grocery made meals. And the food is so delicious. I use the family-friendly option because it's absolutely enough food for all three of us. I made this garlic herb tortellini for the fam a few nights ago, and it was so good. Even my picky little eater ate it, and I mean Ember, not Evan. <laughs> um, also, <laughs> last week, I had their Mediterranean baked veggies with feta, which is insane. And with HelloFresh, you can add extra meals or lunches to your weekly order or throw in sides and desserts like garlic bread and cookie dough. Okay, Boom. I'm sold. And just for you broads, HelloFresh is offering an amazing deal. I mean, amazing. Go to HelloFresh.com slash broads10 and use code broads10 during HelloFresh's New Year's sale for 10 free meals, including free shipping. Yes, that's 10 free meals, including free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash broads10 and use code broads10 during HelloFresh's New Year's sale for 10 free meals, including free shipping. Well... Next we have. Next we have Jenna, who brings in a cow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the emotional support animal. Which was named Ashley P. I was also very confused. I was like, is this actually her pet? I, is this just like supposed to be a funny thing? I don't get it. First, I also thought she was the cattle rancher at first, so I got really I confused. I did the exact <laughs> same thing. I was like, wasn't the cattle rancher blonde? <laughs> I don't understand. I'm like, this is one of her, this is one of her pet cows. Yeah. Ashley P under Ashley P's name. It said a vegetarian. Also, did Jenna's, you notice that? Yes. <laughs> oh yes. 
Also, Jenna's uh, biopic did not do her, did her really dirty. I know. She's stunning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I Well, the thing that was so funny about this is I was also very confused. So they had that one moment where all you know all the girls are yelling there's a pony coming up and oh it's yeah like a cow and i was dying laughing and then eunice is sitting across from jenna and jenna's kind of like giving her a hard time like obviously it's a joke yeah and eunice is like oh and they're kind of trying to make it like a dirt to mo- moment with eunice and i was like i wasn't necessarily following either because jenna What's has the like cow related to <laughs> jenna has like no facial expression either so i'm like is she being serious or is this like she was like, I'm being sarcastic. It's I a joke. And I, I was like, I don't ah. get though. Is it your, ca- is it her cow? I don't know. I think she's saying it's a joke, but what's a joke about bringing an emotional I support cow? I don't is know. Is she making fun of people's emotional support animals? Wow. Because if she needs that cow for her anxiety, she should 100% be able to bring it on a plane with her. <laughs> she... <laughs> Oh my god, just the mental picture. <laughs> Into class at school. First class. Dude, some flights. of these people's emotional support animals that they bring to school are the scariest fucking dogs I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Really? I just have to say that. That really? like they don't require a dog to be trained, like if it's the emotional support animal at school, like at college. And twice I've had dogs that have tried to bite me oh in class. God. I'm like, oh hi there. I don't even reach out to touch them because you know, I'm like, you know. Uh, 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 animal at work you know and the dog's like, <laughs> and I'm like oh my god <laughs> I'm gonna say this very quickly and I might get like majorly like hated on for this but I just have to say it I think I love emotional support animals and I have seen I've had numerous friends who have seen their lives literally change yes. because of emotional support animals, which is why it does get me very upset when you see people taking advantage of, I and I, some of my friends have done this where they are able to go get a quick little note yeah, yeah, yeah. so they can bring their dog onto the plane with them. And it's not actually like an emotional support animal, like people I know who have the seizures or like major anxiety, yes. like all these things, people with autism, all, all this stuff that I'm like, oh my God. Well, those people usually have trained animals, like people with right. autism and stuff. And I'm seizures just saying, have, I just, yeah. I'm this is my PSA of like, Hey, you know what? Like if you just want to bring your dog on the plane and you don't really need it as an emotional support animal, like don't be shitty because there are a lot of people who like really, really, really need that. So like, let's not get it to a point where we cut it off for them and people stop being allowed to do that. If you can like have a glass of of wine and chill out instead of having to bring your dog onto the, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to get shit on for this, but I'm just saying like, no, I know what you're saying. It's one of those things that people should really helpful for so many people. Maybe people should really evaluate whether or not they're being honest about their, yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things. I like how we got this from her entrance. Coming to this whole conversation. <laughs> we got some important shit to talk about, people. You know what I mean? Um, all right, yeah. So then next is Savannah, who blindfolds Peter. Oh my god. Savannah, the real estate agent. Savannah oh. coming in hot. I, I respected it. I respected it. Turtle Princess has the moves uh-huh. and she made him take his hands and feel all over her. And then she gets in okay, the me, first me kiss. and Grayson were like, what? what is happening it was, she's like you can feel i love being. <laughs> she basically was like i love being blindfolded because my senses are just heightened she's like whispering in his ear i was like oh my god this is really it was getting really steamy and i thought she was going to make it a joke at some point and she just went full board and he seemed to enjoy it i'm normally not one to be like oh my parents will watch this but you know i, I was like oh my i'm like savannah your turtles are at home watching this <laughs> 
oh, clutching my pearls, my God. But yeah, she got that first kiss, baby. And one of many to come for the night. Yes, exactly. Um, next is Kelly. Kelly. Our attorney who already knows Peter. Now, he was stoked. He was psyched when which she is kind of cool like it sort of made me happy in this way because it wasn't like remember when um liz came on uh next season yes that was a bit more awkward but it was Pete a little like uncomfortable i was looking forward to seeing her i hope she'd be there and it kind of got me like it kind of yeah, got me hyped. i was hoping i also kind of had that moment of i wonder if this feels makes him feel a little safer tonight yes there's someone that he recognizes that, that he, he already like knows he likes be a touchstone for a little bit with him I, I kind of like how hannah maybe had that with her the first five guys she met aka luke yes where it was like oh i texted him a little bit like i know someone so i feel safe with that person yeah um and that's then when we find out that they already have like a dance together i know so i'm thinking like how far did this go i'm wondering if they slept together already oh because we do see that clip when he said like i have have already been intimate with some of the women or mm-hmm. something now i they think didn't... peter's fucking someone week four you oh 100 100 like... <laughs> Maybe week two. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe that's why they're squishing the episodes two and basically two and one today. <laughs> they're like, they're we got a to lot the- to cover. Yeah. Guys. But but for real though, they didn't. They didn't. I noticed they didn't kiss until far into their. Uh, their first. I know. I'm wondering. They had a dance together. We're not getting a lot of information. No, it's especially like you out. said when it was sort of like she said, "I had a big secret to tell you." Yes. So I think they got I it think on. They for got sure. it on. And then they made up a dance. Yeah, a dance. Like, I mean, how? But even if they didn't sleep together, it's like how much time were they spending? They together? said that they bumped into each other in a hallway, a lobby. He's at his like reunion, class reunion. She's at a wedding. If you bump into each other in a hallway, you don't learn a dance together. So either maybe, but he also like, how do you even wedding? start a conversation? Like, no, I think they both were leaving that those both those events, or no, were both those events there? They were both happening there, I believe. Maybe not, but point is regardless. Also, did she get to a dance? Did she also then say like, oh my God, you're Peter from the bachelor. Well, she said, how did the conversation start? She said, that's when they, when you see them later in the hallway, she said something like, and then that's when I grabbed you and said, Hey, I know this is weird, but I have to tell you something. I have to stop you and tell you something. Uh, So she must've then said, yeah, I auditioned or I'm going to be on whatever it is. But then they have a dance together. So either she like brought him back into the wedding with her or maybe they went out afterward. Like something happened, guys. Okay, something happened. But it's juicy. So and she and Kelly comes in and tells all the girls immediately, which was a surprising move. to Oh, it was it was quite a move. And we will get to this in tomorrow's episode talking about the group date. Yeah. it was these a, it women. Was a, have, she made a choice, which I love it. It's bold. I appreciated the honesty claim, right away, but also like it's going to fuck with everyone's head, and it's great. Oh, hundred percent. You know. Also, though, it's it is one of those things. It's that, also better than keeping it a secret. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I appreciated the honesty. It was kind of like, hey, I'm here. I'm going to throw the target on my back right away. Tell you guys that I've met him before. Now, is she being fully honest? Have they slept together? Well, who knows? But. At least saying that so that a few weeks in, then it's not just like fucking Kelly has lied to us. And, and, and it's unfair for Peter too. If yeah. she were to keep that because then well, that's also what happened with Liz too. Remember she like yeah. whispered to someone and then soon it got out and then it seems like they're hiding something and mm-hmm. it makes him look bad. It makes her look mm-hmm. bad. It makes everyone. So I'm with it. 
Next is um, Alexa came out yes. and she, oh God, I guess she's such a fucking badass. She comes out. I think this is the first headscarf we've ever seen in an entrance and she's wearing a strapless black dress, like, like very normal, very outfit. casual. Like it was a power move and I was into it. Also abroad DM'd us and said something about how every time in the last episode we did the cast bios, she was listening to it on like her Google home or something. And every time we said Alexa, her, her like Alexa thing would shut on and off uh -huh. that she has. So every time you hear Alexa, sorry, broads. Well, then it wasn't her Google home. It was her Alexa, her Alexa. Yeah. Amazon. Mm. I don't know that. I don't, I know I nothing know of any of this either. technology. I also don't understand what the purpose is of those. I get afraid about those in my home. Me too. I know that I'm not saying anything important. It's like the but smart I'm, house thing. I'm, nar I'm narcissistic hey, enough to think the government is listening listen, to me. But listen, here's the thing. When AI starts taking over the world, they've already taken over The Bachelor. I, I think have. Hannah is actually the AI plant, by the way. Hannah Ann. Definitely Hannah Ann is the AI plant. But when AI starts taking over, I mean, if you have Alexa connected to everything in your house, it's going to start fucking with you, you know? It's going to steal my It's going to start switching on your lights. On oh. and off your lights and stuff like that. Smart house, but the evil version. Yes. Ooh, creepy. Doesn't the smart house turn evil? Is that part of it? I don't remember. Maybe I don't not. Remember either. I think it does. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, we're protecting ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Avonlea is next. This is our cattle rancher friend. She you got the name right. Got the name mm, right. Mm. And um, we don't really see her. She's in a white dress. She says her name sounds like heavenly. We don't really see her at all in this entire episode. Yeah. Sure um, we don't. She was kind of disappointed by. I know. Me too. Um, then Natasha shows up. And there's somebody whose cast photo did, like, she looked pretty in her cast photo. But I was almost unrecognizable to me. Oh, yeah. she wrote it. And I was like holy shit like wait who is this i know She's, i felt the same way i was like i don't remember who this is she is gorgeous yeah and listen yes 31 is in the building if you if you're new to this show i am 31 so <laughs> i am immediately connected to natasha she is the oldest and i'm like girl get it my please. like that's my girl come on like that's 31 in the building looking insane um also she looks like someone and i can't an actress and I can't put my finger I don't on it know, so but anyone she, slide into my DMs but also she help. was like doing this mysterious thing but that also looks sort of creepy at the same time it was like, <laughs> so maybe your tension tilted a little bit too much down yes I but I'm just the drama that unfolds with Natasha oh yeah oh my god the drama with Natasha I'm we'll so there. down and then of course and then of but of <sighs> course Hannah Brown walks in McKenna screams the most like, blood curdling scream I've ever scream I've ever heard. Please stop. It was crazy. She's like <sighs> through the gate. I'm like, oh I'm like, I can't tell if these girls are screaming because they're fangirling or they're pissed. Like I can't quite tell. I think they're screaming so they can make sure the camera is on them for Probably. that scene. Don't don't give Hannah Brown any more airtime. <laughs> make Hannah sure we get hits it. him with the hay bud. I know. Hey, butt. And she comes in woman in red. Yeah. Just, I mean, <sighs> then we have this whole, this like long kind of I just unnecessary to extended like scene. Give you, tell you good luck. She gives him his wings back because that was his entrance. He gave her the wings and said, I want someone to be my co-pilot. And then I have this moment where 
she is like leaning into him and is like, you're going to be great. And I got teary and I'm like, it felt to me in that moment, very friendshipy. And it seemed very sweet to me. Like, okay, Hannah Brown is bringing like, you know, of course to bring the sure. drama, she's going to show up, but sure. she's bringing the wings, Obviously telling him, produced, yeah. telling him good luck. He's getting emotional. I thought it was a sweet friend moment. Then later on happens and I was like, well, this just took a whole different turn that I was Yeah, I mean, expecting. obviously they have to do like the little bait and switch of like Hannah's showing up kind of thing. Get the girls all riled up, you know. But yeah, then it unfolds further. When when I saw this and then she left, I at first then was really confused because I was like, okay, what about all those clips that we saw Her where they're like majorly flirting and, like, together? Going on. Right. And so I was like, wait, what happened? Oh, Lord. Oh Lord. Then Peter comes in, <laughs> comes basically in, sobs during his speech, fully sobs. <laughs> what an emotional BB. I just, my heart was full. And I think um, we can roll through some of these, some of the conversations were like cute, fairly unremarkable. Yeah. They, Which one um, did we start with? Was it Alea? Alea was first. Grandma's and, letter. So cute. First of all, I vote grandma Alea as like next bachelorette because the way that she started the letter, dear bachelor comma, <laughs> shady love it loved it it was a cute letter you know what i love the most about their interaction is when she did give him the letter i was thinking oh god are we gonna open this thing that like clearly alaya wrote not her grandmother where it's just like she's a unbelievable like weaving this it was a short note it was kind of funny and kind of salty and sweet at the same time taking it all the way yeah Actually, that's what Becca did on her. She had a letter, I believe, from her mom on night one. And her mom had written her a letter. And it was very poignant because it also happened to be something like eight years to the day that her father had passed away on the same first night. And she had a letter from her mom. And it was a very, like, sweet moment between the two of them. She ended up getting picked. I mean, not for for very long, long, but but she did get the proposal at the end. No, you know what? You're right. You're right. And Alea definitely... I noticed in the second half of this episode, they were giving her a decent amount of screen time yeah. with her like commentary. Yeah. So no, I think, I think that would be I a think good call. That might be my early prediction. Um, I want to say and make this, I want to shout this from the rooftops and I am so angry what? that Katrina was sent home because oh my God. Savannah and Katrina are the friendship duo we needed this season and they were split up and I am furious. Yeah, and we thought it was going to be, what was we wanted Katrina, Katrina to be paired with which other? Kelly. Kelly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The sh- but the I know, Chicago. Savannah, I know, I thought the same Savannah. thing. Savannah and Katrina. Katinka. Katinka. That's the Russian girl. Savannah and Katrina were killing me. They were slurring a little bit. They were enjoying the champs. Katrina was saying, risk it for the biscuit and i was just like i was obsessed with her i'm really surprised she didn't stay i don't understand you saw her moment with pete they're doing cute little like dancing together she was very charismatic i loved that he must just have like an idea of what he doesn't want it must must be it must be very clear because i thought she was so charming and 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 funny and different and cute and like and then and then I loved that the cat queen connected with the turtle princess yes. and they were like, they were kind of doing the like commentary from the sidelines yes. about all the girls. And I wanted them to stay together. I know. So I bad. I, I was I don't devastated. really understand why that happened. Justice for Katrina. Bring her yeah. back to paradise, please. I could see Katrina being a paradise. A night wonder that goes mm-hmm, to paradise. Mm-hmm. I could see that too, actually. Um, and then Marissa and Pete, and this was again, the, the confusing moment for me because 
there was something about her that she has like that aura and those sparkly eyes and smile. And she seemed like kind of, at least in my opinion, when they were sitting together, kind of the person that was like really seemed to be good to like, at like putting him at ease yeah. in the night and was so warm. I was Call really, me. yeah, I was really thrown off that she didn't stay. I don't really understand either. Um, he sent home a few that I was very confused. Like I said, he just must have an idea of like what he, he doesn't must, yeah. want. And, and, and it might be the opposite, you know, where sometimes people uh, get rid of the, the the girls that they didn't really get a chance to talk to. Mm-hmm. I think he might be the opposite where like he wants to give those girls he didn't get really a moment with to have a chance because he's like, they could be my wife. Do you know what I mean? And so he might just be cutting some girls point. that he just knows he's not as interested in as point. some of the others. Huh. Which is a different approach. And I think he might be taking that approach, which is, I guess, wiser, actually. Yeah, if you know what you don't He's want. like, I'm not going to get with the girl that I just kind of vibe with. Yeah, I'd rather get a girl, give a that girl I'm a really chance. into. Wow. And give someone, yeah, give someone a chance that I don't really know about them yet. That makes sense because he did seem to keep the girls that he didn't talk to at all. Mm-hmm. Huh. Sneaky Pete. cracked the case. <laughs> You've cracked the code. Uh, um, Pete and Madison were vibing. Um, yeah, of course. And we can see much more of them coming up. Yes. And then, um, oh, and then Hannah, Ann and Peter. Wait, I want to, I want to save that one. Okay. (laughs) We'll save save that one. one. (laughs) Okay. We're about to get into some pretty hefty drama coming up here. (laughs) Some opinions. opinions. (laughs) Um, but here's the thing. If I was on the bachelor competing for Peter's affections, I can say, screw the dresses and the heels. I would be packing all the perfume. Jess is maybe that. Jess is. <laughs> Jess, maybe that's why some of them went home. Maybe they didn't smell good. Maybe they didn't. Or maybe like he just wasn't, he, he didn't particularly like the scent that they were yes, choosing. And maybe he heavily relies on his pheromones. I mean, is there anything better than someone who smells delicious? No. And I personally, if I was on the show, I would want to switch that shit up regularly uh-huh. to keep Sweetie Petey guessing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the best way I can think of to discover your perfect perfume Mix it up on the regular and travel with your perfume in a convenient size and package is Scentbird. Scentbird's a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes. They have more than 600 designer brands for you to choose a perfume from each month. And we're talking the fancy stuff like Tom Ford, Versace, Dolce & Gabbana, and way, way more. Perfume and colognes can be really expensive if you decide to buy a full bottle, but with Scentbird, you can choose the perf- perfume you want to try, and they'll send you a 30-day supply for much, much less. And it comes in this sleek little bottle that you can store anywhere, really. Take it on the plane as these girls are going and oh. jetting around the world. <sighs> Spritz that. It's perfect. I always have one in my purse, um, and I am a hit with the girls in the bathroom <laughs> at bars. Let me tell you, I'm spritzing everybody recently. Um, and oh, my newest one that I've been trying is Viva La Juicy with Scentbird. I love that one. Yeah, throwback, yes. It's good. I had had a little spray of it before years ago, and I saw it on Scentbird. I'm like, I'm going to try that scent again. Oh, so good. So good. And with an exclusive offer offer just for our listeners, you can get 30% off your first month today. So that means only 10 dollars for your first fragrance you just go to scentbird.com slash chatty and use promo code chatty for 30 percent off your first month again that's s-c-e-n-t bird.com slash chatty to sign up and use promo code chatty to try your first perfume or cologne for just 10 bucks sign on and smell amazing 
And speaking of saving some serious money, let's talk about honey. Oh, save the money Uh, with the honey. Save the money with the honey. You know that honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart without you having to search at all. Mm -hmm. Honey brings all the savings right to you for free on items you were already planning on purchasing. Guys, free. 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 Honey has provided its 18 million plus members over $2 billion in savings. $2 billion! And truly, almost anywhere you go online, Honey can find you savings because it supports over 30,000 stores online, including Macy's, Target, Sephora, Best Buy, way more, and they're adding more every day. And we love Honey because it's a tool that helps you save money on something you are already going to buy. Because it gives you those savings once the items are already in your cart. And users love Honey. That's why it has over 100,000 plus five-star reviews on the Google Chrome store. Let me tell you how much Honey saved me through holiday shopping. Oh my God. It literally saved me hundreds of dollars. Um, Let me say that again. Hundreds of dollars during my Christmas shopping. And when you download onto your browser, it's like this little friend that pops up right before you're about to hit purchase. And it's like, hi, how are you? Remember me? I can save you $43 on that baby baby monitor that you're about to buy. Um, Want me to apply that coupon for you? Do it on its own. What a sweet friend you are, Honey. Using Honey feels pretty great. Think of it as a little daily victory for your wallet. Plus, it's free to use, and it installs in just a few seconds. Get Honey for free. There's no catch at joinhoney.com slash chatty. That's joinhoney.com slash chatty. I also just love Honey so much because it's at the very beginning of all the Shane Dawson YouTube videos. I know that's immediately what I think whenever I hear it. I'm just like, Shane, Honey, love love you both so much. Um, All right. Hannah Ann. Let's talk about Hannah Ann. Okay. This conversation was the most white, upper middle class Christian conversation ever. Yes. Yes. And and I honestly did not like the tone of what they were saying. Call me a little extra critical. But it was sort of like, we are so blessed that we will... We are so much more likely to have a successful relationship since both our parents are still together and in love. And it was sort of this weird thing of like, oh my God, yes. Like, yes, those poor children of divorced parents. Like, thank God we are so blessed no. with the leg up on could, having this experience. Her, I could feel her looking down on me for having a divorced family. It was like, <laughs> I, was I don't like, know. Ugh. Something about it was like, I don't, I don't think that was the intention at all. But I was no. just like, it's something that I hear a lot in this sort of like, bachelor world honestly but like in this kind of christian community of like thank god you still which yes divorce sucks it really does i'm a child of divorce it sucks but also like i have a healthy marriage yes my mother was like the child of divorce and her and my dad have a really great relationship and guess what just because my parents have a good relationship doesn't fucking mean i'm gonna have a successful marriage Oh, and that's the thing. I also think about my parents before they got divorced and I, I, they got divorced later in my life. And I'm like, hey, you know what? They were together and they weren't happy. So whatever, whatever. that's a whole other caveat. But <laughs> but you know what I mean? Where I was just kind of, is this thing of like, oh my God, yes. And like my parents are still well, together Well, when too. she, when, as soon as she started to talk about her family and like using those key phrases, he was smitten. Lit Did you up. notice that the second she said that he literally grabbed her hand and kissed it? Like he couldn't help but like, thank God your family his, cherishes his, the sanctity of marriage his, like, like mine his does. His insides like exploded. He couldn't even help but like grab her hand and kiss her because he was so overcome. <laughs> his connection with her is like, I mean, he is into her, Becca. Like into her. She's, yeah, into her. Um, and then she gives him a 
picture that her and her dad painted of the Smoky Mountains. I was unimpressed. Yeah, I... <laughs> I'm sure as an artist yourself, I mean, uh, let, let me say this. Let me say this, Hannah Ann. Um, mine would be much... It, my If I ever painted something for someone, it would be complete shit. <laughs> but I would hand it to, to Pete and I'd be like, I know this isn't great, <laughs> but it's the thought that counts, right? That comment wasn't made. I so. bet she has like a Proverbs 31 themed journal. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's just, you know what? I think we're also, you and I are also triggered by certain people too, because there's a, we, we know, we No, she feels, she and her family, I instantly got vibes that like, they feel very contrived. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that was the thing. And like some of these girls that we've seen on The Bachelor, like I'm not hating on the girls, the Proverb 31 journal and like who are obsessed with Jesus calling and obsessed with their parents' marriage. like that happens a lot on The Bachelor and a lot of times it's like really genuine and like kind of sweet and you know they're like I don't know there's something about her that it feels really contrived to me and like really like I'm doing exactly what I need to do to like get where I want to go kind of thing or like this Mm -hmm. is what I'm supposed to be doing I don't know there's something I just really can't wrap my brain around that I'm just not into that really ticks me off yeah no I I I really gets my goat (laughs) (laughs) yeah i well then he calls her his lucky charm which i didn't know where that came from in the conversation i was like am i missing something like why is she his lucky charm i did i i don't know the whole thing was very strange to me um Uh, well you know why i say all this because of how the interactions go on later yes that's why yes if it would have nowhere if it would have just died there it kind of it kind of would have been like one of those things for me where i've been like ah there i don't know there's something about hannah ann that i just I can't put my finger on. And then after this, I was like, okay, well now it all makes sense after what's about to happen. Um, Peter, I have to say is the new kissing bandit. He is the new kissing bandit. He kissed a lot of ladies. He did. He did. And they all seemed to very much enjoy it. I just didn't really, I haven't seen this in the past few seasons. There's Mm -mm. usually like maybe a couple kisses on night one. That was, there was a lot. I mean, Tammy had him fully cuffed (laughs) And they're kissing, and he's like, "You need to uncuff me." <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, so can we talk about Natasha and and Peter's interaction? Yeah. So so Natasha is seeing all these girls smooching him. Yeah. And so she wants to be mix wants to be mysterious. And so she's sitting down, and I feel like we're seeing them sit down, and they're having. And you can hear it because you're hearing like little blips of it. What seems to actually be like a pretty intimate, like intense conversation. It's like going well. Yeah, I didn't quite catch what they were talking about. No, me either. But it was, but it definitely. I wasn't sure where you were going with that at first. No, I was saying it was flowing. It it wasn't like they were like having this awkward, like, so what do you do? Like they were having having, a conversation. Yes, they were talking. And then um, McKenna comes in throwing paper airplanes. Which was like immediately kind of obnoxious, obviously like produced, but it's just like. Oh, was that's a, not a good look. But again, also like it's produced, but like no one's forcing you. If the produce, right? Girl, I had this exact experience. Trust me. There was this, there was a girl that was having a conversation with him and they, the producers were really like, oh my God, no, look, you can tell he's miserable. Go interrupt, go interrupt. And I was like, no, you could say no, but also no. And I also, just kept saying no, and they can't force you. McKenna could have gone into the situation and been like, let's just say the producer said that to her. She could have gone in. And been like, hey, guys, I'm sorry to interrupt. 
but can I steal him? She started throwing paper airplanes. Like, uh, why would you do that? That's the thing. It's like just that's like, just, just like instantly is obnoxious. Happening like so. Dis- it's disrespectful too. Like it's also I'm just sorry. annoying. Like if I was the bachelor and someone started like throwing paper paper planes at us in the middle of a conversation I'm having with like, someone, I'd be like, Oh, okay. I'd be okay. Weak. And then she comes up to like, Hey, girl. Oh my god. I, hey, girl. <laughs> do you mind if I grab him for a few minutes? Or whatever, and Tasha's like, "Are you asking me? Because you're asking me." The answer is no. <laughs> yeah, can I grab him? And she goes, "No." <laughs> I was just like, "Yes, yes." And then even Peter though is like, "Let's like give us a couple yes, give, more give minutes. us a couple minutes." And she walks away for maybe a minute. At least it seems that way. But even let's just say it would have been ten. You come back up and you say, "Hey, it's been a while. Can I grab you?" She started throwing paper airplanes again. Why? 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 It was one of those things where it's like, this is the vibe. This is a girl who gets a lot of attention back at home and probably everyone in her family thinks she's really funny. And so she's like, this is going to be hilarious. And like, everyone's awkward. That's what it felt like to me. Well, Natasha, Natasha kind of fucked up because I don't think she should have fed into it and thrown the big ass paper plane. Be the bigger person. Just walk away. Well, it was one of those things where... I would have been okay if Natasha would have come in. Was that our, my season or like our season or Colton's season when the girl was banging on the pans? That was Colton's season. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that with the air horn and it was the same yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, was was always um, banging or yeah. with the air horn. And then I think it was Sydney then that came back. No, not Sydney. Yes, I think so. Someone came back with the, the pan. But any time that it's loud and like, like I don't know. I, I, I feel like with Natasha... I would have thought it was hilarious if Natasha would have walked in mid conversation and put the paper airplane on the ground and be like, you know, karma's a bitch or like kind of jo- and like said it like in a joking yeah. way and and then walked away. Yeah. But when it started to kind of get like escalating, it was escalating and it was the kind of getting like, I don't know, that bummed me out because I was like, no, 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 don't feed in mm-hmm. now. Would have been guilty of that myself. I would have done exactly what Natasha did. You put me in that situation and I would have gotten so catty. I would have just been like, no, fuck that. I would have walked in. Someone throwing paper airplanes at me, I would have been furious. And I would have come in and just been like, yeah. I just would have gone and talked shit in the interview. I would have probably done something. Now, talk, talk to me a few years ago and I wouldn't have. But as now at my age, I'm kind of like, yo, don't I don't have me. time to do this right now. I'm feeling like, listen, I got on the show. I want to have a moment and you are throwing paper airplanes at me. Like, stop. I would have gone off. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no. Who said one of my favorite stories is my grandparents? I have that quote written down, but I'm not sure who it belongs to. That would be McKenna. I'm like one of your favorites are your Shut the fuck up. It was again, it was I just say I don't know why I hate when people bring that I don't I don't know why it bugs me. We're just like one of the best love stories of all time. And I'm like, what, what the notebook grand- has got nothing on your grandparents, apparently. I just had their the Peter and McKenna interaction. It was, it felt like I saw the grandparents story coming from a mile away. <laughs> but then when Natasha came in. And they were starting to go back and forth. McKenna handled it like a pro. And I was like, ugh. Because she, when when Natasha 
kind of started coming at her for a second and then walked away. McKenna did not even let it rattle her for a second. She didn't even go like look at Peter and go, wow, that was intense. She literally just said anyways and kept talking. And then they started to make out and she handled it like a pro. And I honestly, I was bummed. I was like, damn it. Damn. (laughs) Damn. Um, Yeah. Well, then we move on to... I believe it's Han- the Hannah Ann. The Hannah Ann's. Oh Next. my gosh! Yes. So then, so uh, then Hannah Ann decides that she's going to be strong and powerful and really let her man know dude. how she feels. And she interrupts Peter when he's with Deandra, and then she interrupts Peter when he's with Cheyenne. I have to also say that side note later on. Uh, slightly later on in the episode, she refers back to it and she says she calls herself brave and courageous. She said, I was brave and I was courageous. And I'm like, brave and courageous? Yeah, that was. How about the clingiest bitch in town? Stop. It It was definitely one of those weird, like, I don't know. It made me feel uncomfortable, the whole, like, the whole brave and courageous thing, because it basically felt like it was somebody who... I don't know. Someone maybe like Cheyenne, for instance, who comes off way more um, quiet and kind of shy to say something like that. I would have been like, yeah, totally get that. She feels like she's 2020 is her year. She's going to be super (laughs) courageous. She's going in and she's going to, you know, cut off some of these girls. But Hannah Ann does not give me the the vibe of that. She's not confident. Right. Right. It's like, is this really a brave and courageous moment? So it was a little bit like, uh, but doesn't that kind of just seems like something you would just do in general? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a little bit. Yeah. Well, then the conversation that she ends up having with who does she have the conversation with? She has the conversation with Cheyenne because Cheyenne, there's, there's, Cheyenne, the perfect, Cheyenne. there's the perfect example. Yeah. Cheyenne, who maybe this isn't natural for her to to sit someone down I, I felt so bad for Cheyenne I felt really bad for for Cheyenne too she's kind of all over the place but I was also like girl you're not cut out for this <laughs> yeah no <laughs> she was struck she was having a hard time she was, yeah and she but she and I felt bad for her though because she really like she pulled Hannah Ann aside and was like hey she was actually like pretty kind about it kind of she was super kind about yeah. it she was just like hey I'm like feeling kind of frustrated because I want my time with him and, and I hadn't had had any time with him and you then cut me off and whatever. And then she's like, Hannah Ann's like, I want that time for you too. I know. And then just sits there and stares at her and I kind waiting of waiting for Cheyenne to compliment I, her eyes. <laughs> I kind of appreciated Cheyenne's response. Cause she was just like, I don't know if you like actually mean that or if you just want mm-hmm. me to like shut up and go away. Mm-hmm. And, and Hannah Ann was just like blinking at her. I know it was very bizarre and it actually sort of frightened me. I literally said Hannah Ann is scary as shit. She actually scared me. And I text Jess this, um, <laughs> cause we were watching separately tonight and I texted her and I said, she looks like someone's daughter in a scary movie who turns out to be secretly evil. And she's like strangling the neighbor's cats and shit because 100% you know she's like the really, the, she, she looks, I don't know. She looks like she's out of a, cause she's so pretty. That's probably what it is. And perfect. That, and it's like, the big eyes. She looks like someone who's ready to snap at any minute. Like mm-hmm. I said, her family has a secret. I don't know what they've done. There is a secret. Also, I, can I quick make a side note so I don't forget this? Yeah. When she pulled Peter aside for the third time, she referred to herself in the third person. And she no. said there's something that Hannah Ann forgot to do. And I said, you know what is worse than someone making you call her Hannah Ann? 
her calling herself Hannah Ann. I feel like she probably does that in sex. She's like, Hannah Ann wants a piece of Peter. He honestly would probably love it. He would love it. Oh, you'd... They have really, they have really intense chemistry. Uh, they're gonna be, they're gonna be hot and heavy. I can feel it. I can feel it. Um, yeah. So then, throughout the rest of the night, there's a couple like other swipes happening. Can we just please get to Victoria? Let's talk about Victoria. Grayson <laughs> <laughs> and I died in this because she's trying to be all coy and bring up her one-liner then again like, trying to do it like humbly like i thought that was maybe too much she's like, like i remember what i said it was just crazy it might, i thought it might have been too much but like did you what did you think of it and peter and doesn't peter fucking <laughs> remember and grayston and i were laughing so hard because this not could this could not have flopped Flop, more for her flop more and i was chant <laughs> i was chanting his name and i was like yes we live for an honest man he could have fully just he could have fully and he could have faked i would have been like no it wasn't too much i would have faked it i would have been like it wasn't oh, too much no, you're, you're fine you're fine it was cute and then started something else he literally is just like i, I don't you remind me what you said again and then which made her have to say it again oh and she's fully panicking and then she's having to literally say it oh yeah literally repeat the line that she could barely get out the first time it was so it was funny and like so it was so perfect because she was trying to bring it up in this way so she could sort of bring it back around to this conversation about her being fucking wet yeah and she was, was like to- you know it's one of those things like you know remember when i did that thing that got you so turned on and, and he's like, just like what did you who are you <laughs> it was too good it was so good kind of perfect and i yeah also she talks at a sloth's pace like it is everything (laughs) is drawn out so intensely and i was like she also just seems real i kind of you know what and then i sort of started to feel bad for her because i was like this girl is really insecure it started to get it started to get painful like Uh she is really really insecure and i think that she probably tries to overcompensate uh i mean use your sexuality all you want it just seems a a little textbook like she needs attention from like men and from people and she Mm -hmm. uses her sexuality as a way to get it which if these allegations are true it all kind of makes sense yeah and then it's a way of her like asserting power in situations where she feels powerless around other people and other women yeah no i think that you're you're dead on (sighs) i think um also she is interrupted then by the other Victoria, <laughs> which they're so setting that up. She's just like, I can't believe there's another Victoria. And then like other Victoria, Victoria F and then Victoria. And I like it cause they kind of look opposite. It's yeah. like, like darker complexion. Thank goodness life. by the way too. I know. It makes things much easier. I know seriously. Um, but I was dying because they literally like they, she interrupts her and then Victoria P yes. Victoria, Victoria P is just like, by the way, girl, like you look so stunning tonight. And then other Victoria says, Oh no, you look stunning. And I'm like, Oh, two hot girls saying hot girl for you look stunning is fuck you. Yeah. That's in what front that of the guy. And that, it was the, the other guy that he's yeah. dating. Like, <laughs> you see two hot girls being like, you look stunning. No, they're flipping each so other off. Stunning. Yeah. No, no, you're more stunning than oh, me. They're flipping God. each other off. Now Victoria is crying in the corner. Yep. 
And Kylie, like our assumed party girl, finds her and asks her if like she wants like a towel. I told you Kyle is the Kylie is she asked her if she wants a towel. A towel. And I was like, a towel. <laughs> Get a lot of tears going on. I kind of laugh. But Kylie is that girl. She's the friend. She's, she's the a friend. she's a good friend. She's solid. I was I so bummed she I, left. Me too. She would have been oh, she taking care of this girl she doesn't know at all, making checking on her, making sure she's okay. And then do we go to Kelly? And then Kelly, um, which again he's just Pete, smitten. Yeah, with they have her. that thing where he he tells her that he hasn't stopped thinking about her, yeah. and asks how she's on the market. Um, he's super happy that she's there, but they don't kiss; they hug. Which again made me feel more suspicious. Yeah. I was more sus because he was so happy, and she. They definitely seemed like they were about to kiss. Yeah. I'm getting more sus every second. You, you know what? I, it had actually not crossed my mind the possibility that they might have slept together or like done things together. I, I really don't know why I didn't even think about it. And now that you're saying it, I really understand. I'm seeing the light now. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking to this one. But, they've, you know, it kind of surprises me, their, the, the, their connection. I know. Not for any particular reason. I just don't like see, I wouldn't see it with yeah. them. I'll talk about that in our next episode okay. because I had, I was, yes, I feel similar to you and I was a little thrown off by certain yes. things. Yeah. Um, but good for them. You know? Yeah. I mean, hey. Well, but he does not give Kelly the first impression, Rose. Oh, no, no, no. Peter gives Hannah Ann the first impression. The rose. first impression, Rose, is really interesting. And, and it's, it, the first impression, Rose, always seems a little bit producery to me. And, I keep, I'm sorry, I keep bringing up Ari's season, but uh, Chelsea on Ari's season on night one, she did the same thing where she pulled him aside like four times mm -hmm. and it kind of like looked terrible, I thought. <laughs> and it didn't look then right. she got the first impression, Rose. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the same thing where I'm like, maybe that's, I feel like the, the bachelor sort of has to give it to the person who's interrupted like five times because I mean, it's got to stir all the ladies up. And they probably remember them the most anyways, let's be honest. 100%. <laughs> it's like, oh, I keep Besides seeing Kelly, your face. But I think it might have been too much for him to... But also remember like Colton or someone else was talking about how there's negotiations with the producers. Mm -hmm. I think... No, I guess he didn't te technically take Kelly on a one-on-one, -on -one, even though they had a one-on-one. -on -one. Yes, I got confused she, for a second. Unquote, she cheated. Yeah, but yeah. but I was thinking for a second that she got the one of the first dates. So I was thinking like, well, maybe he didn't give her the first impression mm. rose because he wanted to take her on one of the first dates. He give her a rose later. He did. Bold move. I know. Bold move. Um. So, but Hannah Ann gets the impression rose. I, I, was, I, I visually time, watched her head inflate about 17% larger when she got the first impression Yes, rose. she was like, I made the right call. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that I was so bold and courageous. <laughs> I know now that I made the right decision. Also, the lip stains all over her face oh, during these interviews. Why God. are these, why are they not letting out. these? That's what I'm saying. Come on. Some of these women were like, the makeup was all over. I'm there's, like, can you there's, guys like, there's makeup people yes, around. Come on. Don't make her do these interviews with but lipstick up like, to her eyeballs but also maybe she wanted to keep it because way to psych out the other women i mean come on she's like you guys thought your makeout session was good i just sucked his dick <laughs> <laughs> she's dabbing at the little napkin Oh, boy. oh my god well McKenna, i mean at this rate that is about to happen i in mean like next week seriously um mckenna is pissed um she's clearly not used to getting second place <laughs> and she's really mad that she did not use hannah ann's technique and she's pissed that she didn't steal him why, so why did i think of that she's just like why wasn't i courageous next time so 
as I'm seeing this unfold, all I'm all I'm uh, assuming is that on some future group dates that McKenna will use Hannah Ann's techniques and become the new stealer and start pulling. Well, I also wondered if she, maybe she tried to do that, but producers may have cock blocked her maybe because they wanted Hannah Ann to do it. Oh, okay. Don't know. Just a a theory. Um, so then we get to the rose ceremony. Uh, There's not much. Who got the first rose? Victoria P. Victoria P. AKA crystal. Yes. Everyone's makeup, by the way, was so. The, it was so. It was a long rose ceremony. It was. It was very. It was bright. very. It was bright like outside. high noon. Yeah, when it started, it truly was. The next day, <laughs> literally like twenty four hours later, yes, with that rose ceremony. That, what a long night. Poor it was girls. crazy, and everyone's makeup was battered except for Eunice. Eunice still had the perfect <laughs> makeup, glowing perfection. Um, yeah, first rose went to Victoria there, P. Yeah, there's not much to note except that Victoria got the last rose. Bookend Victoria's. But Victoria F. sending her into a tizzy. Oh, yes. Into sending a her into a tizzy. So I... Um, <sighs> These are the girls I got. We can cross-reference. Yes. Jade, Kylie, Katrina, Marissa, and that's all I was able to catch. Megan and Jenna, I believe, got sent home as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So both flight attendants. I can't remember who Megan is. And I and I'm pretty sure Eunice is still there. Well, R.I.P. Jade, R.I.P. Kylie, R.I.P. Katrina. Ugh. Basically, all our favorites. I know. Seriously, I'm so sad. Um, Marissa. Also, something to note: Pete gave Natasha a rose before he gave McKenna a rose. Just a little side note. Jade, Jade, Shade, Shade, Jade. Lexi got an early rose. That was surprising to me. We didn't see we, her. We didn't at see all. his interaction with no, her. Zero. So. Anywho, wow. Well, we're and that's only, hey, half of the episode that we saw tonight. God damn. So here's the thing. Like we said, we're gonna, now we're going to do this part two. It's going to come out tomorrow because we want to give you another full episode of this. Because there's it, so Brods. much. You there's so it. much. And um, remember, we have a YouTube channel now that's up, Chatty Broads, that you can watch. Um, boom, typically, boom. these episodes are going to be coming out about 24 hours later the following day on YouTube. It should um, be Wednesday and Thursday, that the respectively, that the YouTube videos should be dropping. Exactly. And uh, if you don't follow us on Instagram, it's at Chatty Broads. What, like what, what have you got to lose? Go check really? out our memes. <laughs> Hopefully they'll be good this season. Uh-huh. All right. Well, we love you, and I'm so excited. Chat yes. soon, Rod. Chat very as in soon. tomorrow. As in tomorrow.